I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. China has been rocked by several food safety scandals in recent years. You remember the one involving hundreds of thousands of children who got sick from drinking tainted infant formula? Well, as public anger over such incidents has grown, China's government has had to take notice. Food safety even came up at a news conference during the current Communist Party Congress in Beijing. The World's Mary Kay Magsad has more. The event was meant to be cute. Kid reporters asking senior ministers questions. A little entertainment on the sidelines of the Communist Party Congress. They hadn't banked on 11-year-old Sun Lu Yuan, pink bow askew in her hair. She said, I want to ask the uncles and aunties here one question. Grandpa Hu, Hu Jintao, said in his report that the health of the people should be improved. But even at my school, there have been problems with our lunches. Some students got food poisoning after drinking the milk, and others got sick after eating the food. I like snacks, but how can I know what I'm eating is safe? This is a question many Chinese would like to ask their leaders, especially after the 2008 tainted milk scandal. Since then, Chinese have become more outspoken in protesting against ever more creative food adulteration. They want their government to do more to prevent it. At this crowded Shanghai market, some vendors lay out fresh cuts of meat on the counter. As China has become more affluent, Chinese are eating more meat, four times more per capita than 30 years ago. But ramping up to feed that demand comes with risks and temptations for bad actors looking to make a quick buck. The resulting food scandals concern Wu Hong. He blogs about food safety. He says, in a recent scandal, some pork was found to contain the illegal additive clenbuterol. It was put in pig feed to make the pork leaner, but it can also cause heart attacks in humans. Wuhan says it's gotten to the point where some Chinese coaches tell their athletes not to eat Chinese pork unless they raise the pigs themselves. Wuhan didn't start out as a food safety advocate. Just a year ago, he was a grad student at Fudan University studying historical geography. But he kept hearing about food scandals. One involved a restaurant near his school that was using a carcinogenic chemical to make pork taste like beef. And I have eaten that for nearly half half a year. I was shocked. So Wuhan decided to do something about it. He started a food safety blog called Throw It Out the Window. He got the name from a story he'd heard about Theodore Roosevelt. The president was reading The Jungle by Upton Sinclair about Chicago meat processing plants at the turn of the last century. And he was so shocked to read what went into his sausage that he threw it out the window. From that time on, the situation of the uh, U.S. food safety become better and better. That's the reason why I named my website Throw It Out of the Window. The U.S. once had its own problems with tainted food and watered-down milk, killing children in immigrant slums. But then Roosevelt created the Food and Drug Administration. Chris Hickey opened the FDA's China office more than four years ago. He says the founding of the agency came at a time in America that has some resonance with China's situation today. There was a focus at that time on the limits of capitalism and the, the challenges of industry if it went unregulated. So it was in 1906 and out of that context that the modern FDA was formed. Wuhan would like to see a similar revolution in Chinese food safety, and he's doing his bit. He posts information on his blog on food safety scandals around the country, 
and the social media network Weibo has helped him spread the word. Once Weibo users caught wind of his blog, the number of hits went from about 10,000 in one month to millions the next. Shanghai food safety officials tracked him down on campus and commended him. He ended up linking to their website, so people with complaints knew who to call. He says Shanghai authorities have even consolidated four separate food safety hotlines into one. Before that, he says, it was hard to get anyone to take responsibility. You'd call, and they'd say, "It's now my business. You should call another department." This is a problem throughout China. Eleven separate agencies have overlapping responsibilities for monitoring some half a million food companies. The FDA's Chris Hickey says he thinks the Chinese government is serious about trying to improve food safety, but its current approach is not a recipe for success. You can't inspect your way to safety. You can't test your way to safety. Given the global economy and the way that food is traded and shipped all around the world, you're never going to have enough inspectors. You're never going to have enough labs to do the job. It's just unrealistic. The alternative. Build a system that's prevention-based. Hickey says the FDA has run workshops for Chinese officials and food industry representatives on how to do it. But that kind of change takes time, and many Chinese people are growing impatient. They're unlikely to be soothed by the answer that Education Minister Yuan Guiren gave to the 11-year-old reporter at the party congress. He said, "Local governments and schools are all working hard to ensure students' food safety. In some places, there have been problems. We can't promise no problems will happen, but we've strengthened the political construction in terms of theory and environment. Maybe it's just a matter of phrasing. Political jargon doesn't work so well on the Chinese masses these days. Clear information and results do." And with half a billion Chinese online, efforts like those of food safety blogger Wu Hang can be turbocharged and amplified, demanding safe food on the table and a more responsive relationship between China's government and its people. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Beijing.